I am going to my 10-year school reunion today and I almost didn't go. Why? Why Why weren't you going to go? Or why, why were you thinking about not going? To be honest, there was a food and wine festival at my hometown and I kind of just wanted to go and eat wine and I drink wine and eat cheese. No, I think in my era, I already know everything about a lot of people that they would be willing to express at a school reunion. Like, I think once upon a time, school reunions were kind of like the Facebook feed or the Instagram feed of catching up with people. That's so true. School reunions are the old person's Facebook. Yeah. Mm. Like, because, yeah, we wouldn't have had any real way of knowing what's happened in that decade or Mm. two before the school reunion. It's all kind of on show. A mini capsule of Facebook, a one evening kind of Facebook display. Yeah. And I, I totally think it's also because people want to know what people look like, but we see people's photos all the time. So like, eh, we know what you look like. Don't need to come to an event to <laughs> see that. Um, but Amelia, I'm just wondering, tell us about your school. Like, what was your school like? And like, how big was it? Where was it? Um, so I went to a private school in Sydney. Called, it had literally every single amenity that you could possibly want. It's like, I, coming from the country, it was a very big change from like my local school because like the ducks was like 72 and then the average at the school that i was at was 93 i think is it is it an all-girls school it was an all-girls school yeah so it was like it was it was a really good experience in the sense that i hated high school and i literally just wanted to get the marks to then go off and do dentistry but why did you hate high school just wasn't for me like i'm i'm not not academic but it's just, I, I didn't like it. It was, I didn't like the group scenario. Like, I'm not really a group person. I'm more like, I like to hang out with individuals. I, got, I have good friends from school, don't get me wrong, but I just always sort of felt invisible. Like, no one ever thought about me or wanted to include me. Um, was that because you came to that school, though, later? Like, you weren't there the whole time? No, not necessarily. I think sometimes it was my own self-imposing like I impose that on myself as well. Like I maybe isolated myself away from people for fear of being hurt. Yeah, it was it was an amazing school because it showed me like more so through like my friends' parents, like what was possible. I think you you can largely become what you can see and these people are sort of at the top of their game within their industries. So it was really inspiring to see the possibilities that were out there compared to growing up in a small town, like you've got You've got different people doing different things, but it really opened my eyes to what was out there. If you went to, well, when you go to your school reunion tonight, Mm. are you like more famous now? Are you more well known? Because I mean, you're very successful on your Instagram and you've had a lot of, you know, very successful different careers at a very young age. You know, you've been on magazine covers. Is there some of that? I think it's one of those things I've, don't think people would have necessarily picked that I would have done what I've done. I guess most people's default uh, thought is that the school reunion is somehow a proxy competition. But is it really? If everyone goes into it thinking that, then maybe it turns into one. But I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone wants it to be. So maybe, I don't know. 
reunion. Bear in mind, my school had a one and two year reunion as well. And I was like, after 12 months, I was like, I don't want to see That's these a people. Lot. Goodness, that is a lot. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. I'd love to talk about the school reunion thing because I, I avoided going for years. I've been out of school for years. And then one of my girlfriends begged me to go the 25th anniversary. And I hadn't gone to any beforehand, like none of them. And I really didn't want to go. Um, for me, I went to an all-girls school as well, um, Amelia, and uh, school was fine. Like, but I, I wasn't. I, I suppose I had my own group of friends, but uh, not not in the popular clique or anything like that. And it was it was the weirdest experience for me. Like, the school did a lovely tour of the school. We saw all the new buildings and things like that, and that was really nice. But then th- we went to this um, like pub with a meal. And people just reverted back to what they were like in high school. It was bizarre, 25 years later. And and lots of people had children and all that. And it was like they had finally escaped from their kids and they were going to have a big night. <laughs> the girls who were like the people, the troublemakers and all that, they were the ones being trouble that night. Like they were getting so drunk and doing so things. It was just really weird to see people revert to type. And the friend that I went with who'd begged me to go, because I hadn't gone for so long, people didn't really know much about what I'd been doing or anything like that. And unbeknownst to me, she had got quite drunk and she was going around telling everybody that her and I and my husband were in a three-way together in our marriage. Oh my God. <laughs> that it was a three-person <laughs> marriage. And so she'd been telling everybody this around. And so when people were talking to me, they were talking to me a bit differently and I didn't know <laughs> that apparently I was in a three-way marriage. <laughs> I've, I've never gone back to another one. <laughs> it was enough for me just to see that one and see, wow, I just felt people hadn't moved on. But it was very affirming for me thinking... I had really moved on, that I wasn't that same high school kid, that I had really come a long way in my career and in my life and in my personal development. And it's going to sound shocking, but I felt almost a bit of superiority, a bit (laughs) of, um, wow, like I've really grown. I've really grown. And and that was really nice for me to know that I was different. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been to a school reunion, Dash? No, I haven't. I think I went to the one, like the one year reunion, but I haven't been to any since. And I actually think our year didn't have their 10 year reunion. Like we were too lazy to organise one and that I probably wouldn't go. But like I went to a really big school. I went to a really big public school. Um, We had 326 in year 12, our year. Wow. Um, So it's pretty massive. And I look back at myself in high school and I just, you know, I I liked high school. I had some really amazing friends in high school um, and, you know, I'm still connected with um, like two of my best friends are from high school. Um, But I feel like I have thrived since high school. Like, you know how they talk about there are some people who reach their peak when they're in high school (laughs) and then there are some people who their peak comes much later in life. And I feel like I'm one of those people. I wasn't cool. I didn't have cool clothes. I was kind of awkward looking. I hadn't grown into my features. Like I look back and even like sharing photos or looking back on photos when I was in high school, I was like, wow, like it's like my nose was too big for my face, but now I don't feel like I see that anymore. (laughs) And, um, And so I just don't feel 
the draw to go back there because as you kind of said, I've just moved on so much in the way I think and who I am. And um, I also think how people perceive me, right? Like I think people probably had a perception of me back then, which wasn't true. And I feel like I've stripped away a lot of the narratives that were potentially holding me back. And so I don't want to go back and have to engage with people and engage with those narratives that people might've had about the gawky Sri Lankan kid. How about you, Sarah? No, I've never been. Um, we haven't had one. I, did, I think similar to you, Dash, maybe too lazy to organise. I think there was one that almost happened and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, opposite to you, really, really small school. So kind of hard to... to ever, and everyone's dispersed everywhere, so... Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a small school and everyone's kind of gone on to do their thing. So uh, a primary school that I went to did have a reunion. Um, and, yeah, I didn't go to that. I'm just not really that interested. I don't have any strong feelings uh, one way or another about it. Like if a, a reunion dropped in my lap one evening where I had nothing to do, I'd probably, and it was down the road, I'd probably go just to be like, oh, yeah, let me see who's there and what's happening. Um, and similarly, I wouldn't, I don't have an aversion to going or, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Are you still friends with anyone from your high school? Yeah, yeah. Not that many, but again, I think that's a function of how small it was. Mm. Um, and... There were different groups. It wasn't like it was small, so we were all one group. But, yeah, a bit like what you all have said, the the ones that you're, that you, I guess, were friends with and good friends, that, that friendship has remained. So mm. Mm. That leads us into, like, we've already talked about a little bit our experiences at high school, you know, how, how we experience high school. Was anyone here the popular kid, like the really... Uh, no. No. I don't know. Do, does the popular kid self-identify as the popular oh, kid, yeah. though? God, oh, yes. I know who the popular kid was in my school. But, does, <laughs> but now as an adult, does the popular don't kid know. go, you know what, I, I was the, the, the top dog in high school. I was actually the popular kid. I Do they determine it or others determine <laughs> I feel like others, others determine, determine it. it. Yeah. Can I share my – I want to share my high school story with <gasps> you guys, right? I really want to share this. So I was in primary school down the road from my home and I was in uh, a gifted class. So it was year five, sixes and sevens Not together. surprised. Yeah, <laughs> so I was in this gifted class. But I was not um, part – it was a really difficult thing for me in there. I came from a very different background to some of the other kids. And so one day I went down to the school on the weekend and I vandalised my primary school. Oh, my God. Jeez. What do I'm you mean you vandalised it? Uh, we broke windows and did all sorts of stuff. So anyway, someone saw me. So the next day, um, which was uh, a Monday, I was called up at the school assembly in front of everybody and I was publicly shamed in front of everybody <gasps> that I had been seen to do this and it was me. And then I had to write a letter to my parents to explain what I did and then the school decided that they wouldn't... Um, they wouldn't... Uh, what do you call it, expel me, but they would work hard with my parents to work out why I felt the need to act out like this, right? So the teacher, a Miss Mortimer, was very, very good to me. 
Um, and so it was decided that I should go to an all-girls school taught by nuns who would shape me up into the woman that I am today. <laughs> I had to take two buses to get there. It would take me almost an hour and a half to get to school and an hour and a half to get back. And my parents figured that during that time that would distract me and I couldn't get into much trouble, and I didn't. And then um, the nuns really did shape me up. Like, I, I, I was a very ideal teenager and, and then focused on study and things like that. But I brought that with me to the high school. And so I feel in my high school, it was in a very, very wealthy area of Perth that I was an absolute outsider. Like, mm. I, I didn't come from a wealthy family. And, and because I got into these... Back then, girls didn't do things like, uh, chemistry and all the types of mathematics that I did. So there'd be like six or eight of us in the class out of 120 girls. And um, and I was definitely made to feel that I wasn't part of that six. Like. And so I went the other way where I was going to study so hard and show them that I could really, you know, keep up with their level and be as intelligent as they are and get the same results as they are, just to try and be accepted it was a really weird experience but not a bad one in a way I, I think it was the making of me I'm sort of thankful that my parents did that that maybe if I'd mm. gone to the public high school I might have gone down a very very different route but that's how I ended up at an all-girls school that is well, it's interesting that you say that because it's sort of like for me not the same starting but like I decided when I was 12 I was like, mum and dad, I want to go to boarding school in Sydney. And like, that's five hours away from home. And my dad was like, why? And mum was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. So I tried out for like a bunch of scholarships. Because again, not from a wealthy family, from a farming place. We go through drought a lot. It's a struggle. And I was like, yep, dead set. Because I could see even at a young age, like there just wasn't the opportunity in the town to like do stuff that I wanted to do. And so, yeah, then was like, okay, let's go to Sydney. But same story it's sort of like you feel like an outsider because it's just so foreign in a lot of respects fascinating and you both ended up being dentists yeah i know right how did that happen fiona i'm really interested in what you said about not many girls did chemistry and yeah. maths and yeah. things in in your generation i yeah. feel like between your gen and amelia's gen that's turned on its head a lot so what what were girls studying or what subjects so, were yeah, they doing? Home no, economics? Yeah, no, they were doing um, history um, was a very big subject. Literature was another big one that they were doing. The easier maths, which was called Maths 1 back then. Um, a lot of people would do English and then Lit. They'd do both of mm. those. Um, uh, actually, quite a few languages. I did Japanese. I took that as an extra subject and a lot of my friends were doing... Back then, the languages were quite big and it was all the classic languages like French and Italian and things like that. Yeah, those sorts of topics. At Back then, they didn't have, like... Um, computers were only sort of brand new. Like, I saw my first sort of computer at high school, but nobody sort of did a computer thing. Oh, typing is another big one that um, they did. Uh, there was no alternative... Um, TE at the time like there was no sort of different stream that you can do there was only one stream and until year 10 we did all the home economics like I learnt to cook and bake and sew and we did all of that wow. at school uh, yeah yeah I had a sewing class every week and I had a cooking wow. class every week and, I feel yeah. like those subjects are 
would turn you into that that good like from the eighteenth century where you can you can stitch you can speak languages yeah. you can bake you can hold a conversation finishing about school. historical I can finishing sew anything. school yeah Ooh. all through university <laughs> I used to make all my own clothes I wore all my own clothes through university the whole lot all wow. my own skirts and shorts and um, because it's amazing yeah I'd learnt to sew. Um, at school, so yeah. Whereas and a button fell off my um, top the other day, and I was like, I don't know how to fix this. Oh, really? <laughs> I could fi- I could fix anything, and I think that's why too. Like one of my favourite shows to watch on TV is Project Runway, where they're all doing all the sewing and all that. I'm just upset. My mum always thought I'd have a career in fashion, not not a dentist. But I was my school's first dentist. They were very proud of that. Like they'd never really? had anyone do dentistry. You go before. back and give talks? Uh, no, I I did years ago, and yeah. um, the school certainly. Um, sort of celebrate me a little bit with that. And like when I won, um, our listeners wouldn't know, but I won Telstra Businesswoman of the Year um, a few years ago and the school really celebrated all that. And yeah, so that was really nice because I was there probably, well, back then I was the only student to do that sort of thing. So I never felt celebrated while I was at high school. Only afterwards did they claim that I was there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> Not in a bad way, it's just the way it was. <laughs> But like, I mean, I went to a big school, as you heard, but um, and we had multiple physics classes, but I was only one of four girls in my physics yeah. class. Yeah. So even with me, it took a it took a while. But um, our school was known for doing really well. Like the majority of our students got over 90 and yeah. we had like 20 students in the 99 point something bracket. So, you know, it's a very high achieving school, very big emphasis on science, maths and technology. Mm-hmm. And it was a fantastic school, but it is just interesting. Like, it's easy to get lost and it's I really love hearing about how they're celebrating you now, but maybe that you didn't feel <laughs> that at the time. So I, and interesting. And I didn't, I didn't need it at the time either. So I've never been a sort of person who's needed that to yeah. be celebrated, you know. Just, it's a weird thing. It's a... I- I have a question for you guys. You know how there's always that list in year 12 where they say, oh, most likely to be prime minister or most likely to be famous or X, Y, Z. Has anyone in that list actually gone on to do the things that, because there's always those people, people tout as like, oh, they're going to be so successful. Where are they now? But what's success? What do you base success on? That's what I was going to say. I feel like it would be self-determined within each of the people we went to school with whether they're a success by the the measure that that they define it because it might not look like success to us but to them amazing I'm living my best life over here I've got no stress that's not for me you know um and then for others it's reaching the heights of a really hectic career so I just think that yeah those things get outdated the minute you leave high school for good yeah but I do think that society has a perception of success and you know like there's a reason your school is celebrating you yeah there's an absolute reason that they're celebrating you and um you know I was in a school which had a lot very multicultural school and so there was an expectation that you would go on to do medicine law accounting engineering like that was kind of like the degree dentistry um you know that um, people were gravitating towards. Yeah, I do think there were some very successful people, but I think it was a school that was kind of like we are going to, cr- but successful from a, you are in the jobs that are going to give you money and stability and that all of those types of things. So um, I think that's a societal perception on it. 
would you do high school again? Like, I, I, I never look back at high school with like, oh, that was the best of times. I never think mm. that. No. <laughs> but the question for, I think, you guys and the audience, would you do it again knowing what you know now? And how would it be different? I think doing high school again would be the most tedious exercise. <laughs> I think I learned how to study better post high school, like in uni and since being an academic and teaching people, I know I now know the better way to study. So I would almost go back and teach myself what I know now. But I also would go back and tell myself, your place now is not to thrive. Like, you'll thrive later. It's okay. You'll find your tribe later. You'll find your place later. Don't feel like you need to find it now. So I would go back and tell myself that so I didn't sit there and feel like the ugly duckling and that that was going to be me for the rest of my life. It's Amelia here. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast. And don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you enjoyed our show, please share it with your family and friends. We would really appreciate that. And hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news and multiple fun facts because we love that. Our original music is composed and performed by Luke Champion.